0: Hey, this is Rude Jude, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com.
1: Oh, hi! Hi there, you little fucking flip-flop and blibbity I wanted that to come out nicer. I apologize. But hey! Welcome to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me has no pants or undies on! And is currently shoving breadcrumbs down his dickhole to lead an entire line of ants up his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. And... Beaming to us from Risky Reels. <laughs> Bearded, booger-eating, slurp-juice-addict, Chuddy Boy. Yo. What,
2: what's yep, Risky I Reels? I forgot to write a
1: thing. Nah, I just it's a Fortnite pulled a Fortnite thing. reference out of my ass. Oh, that's yeah. good.
2: That's good.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. It's hard writing those fucking things every week. <laughs> yeah, dude. Even I though mean... I'm sure I double up all over the place, but... Uh, oh, well...
0: I don't know about that. I think you do a
1: good job individual, individualizing each intro. Well, we've blinked. That must mean it's Wednesday again. So here we are. Here we are with our fucking dicks out. Yep. Humping the air. And, and uh, hoping to hit a vagina. <laughs> yeah, and, a, and a content planning <laughs> perspective.
0: I, I really am just kind of caught with my dick out. I, I don't have anything here. I, sorry. Well, I mean, I did Comic-Con. Oh yeah,
2: Fuck Comic yeah. Con 2018. 2018.
0: Actually, <gasps> we do have something, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I we think do? I think we have to. I, at least I feel as though I have to stand on the wall or 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 support James James Gunn. I do. I
2: oh. feel.
1: Yeah, we can we can dive right into that. I mean, I'm throwing my hat on support. Yeah, uh,
3: as am I.
0: The fucking guy got fired at Comic Con, like Jesus.
1: You say fired like you're from Chicago. Has anybody ever said that?
0: (laughs) No, I don't get that. How? There's a little
1: fired, and you go
0: fired, fired. I I don't even know the Chicago accent, really. Fired. All right. Well, I like Chicago people. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely worse accents to have. It's not as annoying. It's more of a uh, humble and charming accent, I think. But yeah, I, I, the guy was getting ready for his Hall H unveiling of yeah, Guardians a, of the Galaxy Three. No, he trailer. had a whole
1: new project. He was gonna. They haven't started filming Guardians Three. Yet. Oh, excuse me. Um, I think he's just wrote the first draft of it.
2: Okay. Um,
1: but he he had another project he was announcing at Comic Con through Sony, and of course after he got fired from Disney they canceled his panel with Sony um, So did Sony fire him as well? No. He's only been fired by Disney. But they just I guess it it probably would have been weird to even go ahead with it yeah. with how much of a shitstorm that caused? Yeah. And like I'm not defending the jokes he made. No, a like, lot of them weren't good. Yeah, they weren't funny. Uh they're pretty lame and they were clearly like out to shock but that is a thing like people do have that sense of humor where they just want to say the most outrageous thing ever and get a reaction and people grow out of it like James Gunn did i mean the fucking dude got his start making trauma movies like disney you hired a trauma guy i don't know what that means they do like uh toxic avenger and they're all those horror movies that look like they had a budget of about ten dollars, but they're all super fucked up. Okay, so that's where James Gunn started in the industry. He wrote *Tromeo and Juliet* for well, *Trauma*,
0: and how you know him is through
1: the Stern universe, right? Because yeah, he's a diehard, like lifelong Howard Stern fan.
0: And you know, people like him, you, me, are are highly influenced and inspired by Howard Stern. Yeah, who would make crazy, crude jokes that, honestly, I, I think back on now, it's like, oh my God, like, if he said this shit, if he was in his prime currently, I don't even know if he could navigate these waters. I, it's fucking ridiculous, man. All the all the, the, the shark biting and the, and the ankle biting from, from social media, right? Like, essentially what happened is that is that conservative trolls like, wanted to to backburner or wanted to mask Trump bullshit. So they just went after
3: James Gunn. Like, Well, James, the day before it happened, James Gunn went on a Twitter rant about Trump.
1: Which, I mean, I follow which, him on Twitter. He tweets a lot about Trump. I understand how that's what annoying. What really
3: sparked it is that they, he was tweeting about Trump, so this douchebag went and... You know, scoured his tweets for anything he could find.
1: Yeah, some Orange County fuck boy.
3: Was <clears throat> it Mark Zuckerberg? Tweeted whatever? much, much worse things.
1: Yeah, by the way. he tweeted the stuff that James Gunn was tweeting, but meaning it seriously, mm-hmm. not in a joking manner. Fucking dude doesn't believe a date rape is a thing. Yeah, like, I sort scumbag. of fucking yeah, scum of the highest fucking order, and he's gonna go. One of his tweets people- was
3: something about like. Who cares about Black Lives Matter and rape? Not me.
1: Yeah, he's a proven scumbag. And and I've seen a lot of people that are taking the other stance that James Gunn should be, like, prosecuted and all this crazy shit. It's like you realize joking about things and actually doing them are two different things. Yeah, like yeah. People, people make—I've made— fucked up jokes before i'm gonna do today me. probably yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I don't know like what i you
0: I, you gotta add context to words i i don't know like especially with that right like there's a there's a pretty big gap in between pedophile jokes and pedophile activity right The a really wide gap and and just throwing around a charge of pedophile or 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 I don't know, like twisting words, twisting context to, to, to fit your pet, this guy's a pedophile narrative is, is shitty. It's horrible. And the fact that this guy got fucked, like, it's not that, it's not just that he's fired by Disney. Cause, cause I don't know, you know, what his sensibilities are or how he spends his money, but hopefully he saved some of it. And he's, you know, it's not like you or I getting fired, right? It's, it's, it's. Hopefully it's a bit different, right? But he got fired and he'll be known as, oh, he's that pedophile guy, right? Like the, the South Park episode. It's
1: like, oh, you're the pedophile guy now. Yeah. It's like, that's completely fucked. I and, mean, if it comes out that he fucking actually is one. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can bet your, your ass right. our support ends there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, don't,
0: I don't even feel like that needs to be said, right? I'm not going to support him if it comes out that he's a pedophile.
2: But I
0: said it, so I don't
1: know. <laughs> like, all right, like I'm on record with that one. Uh, but like just because the guy – like people take chances. Comedy, you fucking – people have different styles of comedy. That's the people's way of – of uh, I don't know. God, sorry. I'm, I'm just overworked and my brain is fried. so I'm, I'm having a hard time I thinking mean, up the words i People I'm thinking... differentiate themselves or just try to stand out in a fucking... Or poke fun at society and poke fun at things is by sometimes taking things in the most extreme way you can. And some of it was like, like one of the tweets they tried to get him in trouble for was I went and saw the Expendables and it was so manly I fucked the pussy boy next to me. Like, that doesn't mean child boy. Like, yeah. you could make the argument I'm a pussy boy. Right. I look like, I would. I look like
3: fucking Clayton. I don't Agin. know that an argument needs to be made for that.
1: Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> I can't even beat my little sister in an arm wrestling match. I'm a pussy boy. If James Gunn bent me over and fucked me in the ass, that would not be pedophilia. No. No, you're an adult. Some of the jokes are straight Blank. up pedophilia related. That just didn't happen to me one of them. That one got lumped into it. But I could think one of the things he said about rape was uh, one of the good things about rape is that once you're not being raped, you're thinking, whew, it feels good to not be raped. I mean, Which, I've, that's a pretty crappy joke, but it's still not like rape is great. Woohoo. I mean, I've heard some. I don't know. Like,
0: yeah, it's like society's putting me in the position I got to defend pedophile jokes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I knew a girl who was once eight before she was nine. I think that's hilarious. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> and, and the guy who told me that had like, this creepy look on his face. Which sold the joke and made it so good. It's like you gotta wear that creepy look on your face if you're gonna say, I knew a girl was once eight before she was nine. I don't know. I, I mean, I, there's some good, like, we're not, I'm not ruling out really any joke. I've heard good Holocaust jokes, like Holocaust. I, I don't know. I don't really have to say this, but I will. But it was a pretty terrible event. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, Pete Davidson jokes about his father dying in 9 11. 9 is another shitty one. Uh, things like there's nothing really off limits. That's how I grew up. Like that's how kind of I was raised. That's, you know, the environment that my father and mother put me in It's like, they listened to Stern. They would tell, like I worked in a restaurant with my father who, who employed a lot of, you know, like fucking, it was, it was restaurant work. Right. And there was uh it was pretty diverse. And, None of the black or Hispanic people that I met there were very sensitive, right? You know, there was there was a lot of fucking jokes going to my father and to me and and to them, and everyone laughed. It's cool, but I don't know. Now it's like these jokes are off limit, or if you tell them, obviously uh, there's a wrong place and wrong time for some of them. But like the guy, really, he's got to be known as the kid fucker guy. Like he's. That's him now. And it's also weird. Like, you
1: can go to any comedy club in L.A. and just walk in on any given night, and odds are you'll hear jokes on that level or worse than that. Some people like fucked up humor. Some people like telling it. Some people like telling it, and then they realize, you know what? Maybe this style of humor isn't funny. They grow and they change. And James Gunn hasn't put out a fucked up tweet like that in, like, eight years or something like that. Like, As a society that constantly moves the goalposts on what's acceptable to retroactively butt-fuck people and destroy their careers over shit is fucked up. Because then we're just saying, as a society, you're not allowed to grow. Right. You can't develop. And we we don't have any understanding for
0: maturation or human development, you know? Yeah. Like, the kid... It sucks but the, that 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 dude for the Milwaukee Brewers who said all those horrible things when he was 17. Oh yeah, this is like I hate faggots or something. Yeah, he's horrible said, like that? <laughs> he he said KKK white power with the white fist emoji. He my, my favorite one was suck my cock I'll murder your family. <laughs> I don't know in what context that's good. He was a I mean, according to his tweets a pretty demented 17-year-old. Yeah. But you know, it's it, baseball is a very diverse sport. He has Hispanics, black people in his clubhouse. They all stood with him at the press conference. Like uh, the guy we know is a nice dude. Like, and he said, I said a lot of fucked up things. that I'm not proud of when he's 17. And does he deserve to get ran through the ringer and have to do his apology a little bit? Cause what he said was pretty fucking horrible, but at a point it's like, all right, can we move on? Like he was 17, right? Like, that has, to, that has to go into it. It does. It has to go into it to
1: me. I mean, did, I, I, don't, I didn't follow that story too much closely to find the conclusion, but is he, like, cut? Is he over? No, or is no, he, no
0: he's still okay. playing. And a, I would say, I mean, it's sports, right? It's a merit, meritocracy. It's like, if, if he wasn't very good, they would have cut him, for sure. But, <laughs> but he's fucking nasty. But he kicks ass? Yeah, right, yeah. but he's awesome. That makes sense.
1: What, what can he do, right? Like, but, I, like, I, I get, like, it's... And then people have made the comparison to Roseanne, and Roseanne... Already had a history of doing fucked up things before Roseanne got revived. She, you know, she did the, she disgraced the national anthem at a <laughs>
0: baseball game. <laughs> N- uh, she, that's not her fault. She should not have been up there singing the national anthem, and she fucked it up. Yeah, I mean, why would she? I mean, why she, she grabbed sing? her
1: fucking twat and <laughs> jiggled it while doing it. Like, yeah, well. she, she. I mean, Roseanne is Jewish. Far be it for me to tell, uh somebody of, like, another religion or ethnic background, how they can rib themselves. But there were pictures of Roseanne dressed up as Hitler putting Jewish cookies in an oven. All that stuff happened before she got that revival, year. They knew all about that shit. And I like Roseanne. I think she's super fucking funny. I loved that show. I grew up watching it. I grew up loving Roseanne. I think she's a great comic. I don't agree with uh, a lot of the stuff she she believes personally, but that doesn't change the fact that she's funny. The, the difference is when you have things that are a decade old as opposed to things that are 10 minutes old, you can't really use the excuse, I've grown, I've changed. Like telling a black person that they're Planet of the Fucking Apes in 2018, you best believe you're probably going to face some fucking consequences. Maybe not with everything, but maybe with Disney. But yeah. Disney had already hired James Gunn. He had already been dragged over the coals about these tweets years ago and apologized and shit. Disney knew they had to have looked at his IMDb at least and saw that he started in trauma making fucked up movies. Like, that's I'm sorry, that's on you, Disney. You fucked up there. So you, you, can, you can either be like, you're fired, or oops, this one's on us. We didn't fucking do our research properly. Mm-hmm the argument that I was trying to make and still
0: do is that it's more Disney's fault for not vetting their talent. Yeah. I mean like, yeah. And whoever, I don't know who the baseball team that booked Roseanne Barr to sing the fucking national anthem, but you know, it's your fault that she acted like this is what she does. And that's the thing about Disney. It's like, you know it's it is harder to defend things that are ten minutes old than than years, but like she has a history of this like not like it wasn't like something deep in her past like she was tweeting crazy shit up until they reran or reshot Roseanne and I don't know like shes she did she went Roseanne Barr again and they fucking <laughs> fired. Her. It's just like what did you think you were getting like this is she's been consistent and i I went back because my first take was like, yeah, you know, you say something that stupid, she should be fired. And then I I made it a point to go back and say, you know what, I'm moving on that position not because what she said wasn't horrible, but because I don't like getting into the spot where you're calling for people's jobs. It's a, it's not. I don't know. I it's I, it's it just sucks. It's a shitty. I don't know. It's shitty and it's it's crazy how how how. How it's happening, where people just run to social media and fucking tattle yeah. and try to start these trends. So they get people fired, and and and, and you know the bit, the 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 biggest issue that I have, or the the, the 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 sector society I have the biggest issue with, is media. People from the media going to social media calling for people's jobs. Like like how many rounds of layoffs are happening at newspapers? Uh, digital media companies. The Daily News went from thirty-five sports writers to nine in, in fucking ten minutes. Yeah,
1: didn't they cut like a third of their staff
0: yeah. or something crazy? They, like no, that? they cut. They 50% don't even have a staff. Yankees
3: beat writer anymore. They just rely on the wire services. The New York Daily
0: News doesn't have a Yankees beat writer, and Michael Kay, who's like the voice of the Yankees, was saying when I when I my first job or internship was in the New York Daily News, like. They had nine beat writers covering the Yankees, and now and now they have nine sports writers on that newspaper. And and I mean, like everyone, mostly everyone knows how how shitty and how low you feel when you get fired. Like walking, I don't know if you've been fired or any of you been fired, but but when you get fired, like that drive home is really one of the more depressing drives you can have. And and yeah, it's different for Roseanne and James Gunn, obviously. But like hearing people from the media just call for people's jobs as frivolously as they do, it's like, wait, motherfucker, you're probably in the next round of layoffs. Like, what are you talking about? You you want to see someone fired? Like, I don't know. I just I, I, it rubs me the wrong way seeing people in media be like, oh yeah, this guy needs to be fired now. I'm outraged. He needs to be fired. Like, dude, like the fucking employment grim reaper is coming for you too. Like, don't don't be saying that shit. Right, like. It, it, what goes around comes around, and I, I don't know. I guess...
1: I also think it's hilarious that it's usually the liberal pussies that are crying and being the word police, and now it's across the spectrum.
0: We're just, Everyone's doing it. Everyone's yeah, we're being just, cunts. We're a, n-
1: a nation of fucking bitch-made
0: tattletales. Uh, and seriously, you got... And I, 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 I riffed about this when it happened, but you got fucking... Chance the rapper saying Bill Marsh lose his job for using the N-word, and then you have these fucking pussy ass Republican pundits who spend all day people calling people snowflakes, and then when someone who doesn't agree with their political leanings says a thing that 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 is deemed controversial, they'll go at them. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, such just p- pussy boys to use the James Gunter. Pussy boys all throughout the society and media, and it just sucks. It's a, it's a shitty world we're building for ourselves. Let's talk about Comic-Con good, good things now, yeah, actually.
1: I agree. Was it cool? Was it a fun experience? It was fun. It, it was a little bit of a bummer. I think this is the only year – I could be wrong, but I think this is the only year I've ever gone for just Saturday and Sunday. So a lot of uh, – I, I when I went last year with Alex and Tanya – I had, you know, I get my, my pass to Comic-Con as a press pass. So my email address linked to that account just gets spammed with shit. Like, come to this booth. Look at this. Uh, look at these toys that are going to be coming out. Come to this panel. And then, like, hidden amongst all of those turds is a little nugget of corn in the shape of, hey, come to this party. So, like, we went to a National Geographic party last year on one of the nights, and all you do is RSVP. They let me do plus two, so I got to bring Alex and Tanya. And it's open fucking bar. What? You're on the rooftop of a hotel in San Diego, and it's, a, it's always a beautiful night, people partying all over the place, and you just rack up the drinks. That's and, sick. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And a lot of the Comic-Con for a lot of industry people is something that they do not look forward to. It's a brutal day at the office, and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's so, like the NFL draft for football writers. It's yeah. Like everyone in football, all the fans are pretty
0: excited. It's a fucking nightmare. They hate it.
1: Yeah. So the parties are during the week because on the weekend, the industry people want to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to go to any any of those cool parties and get free drinks and shit, which was a little bit of a bummer. Um, I bought... I bought uh, Some pills that when you swallow them, they make you super, super happy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was gonna party with those, but nobody—I couldn't find anybody else that would like to partake in those, so I just didn't. Because who wants to eat one of those things by themselves? Who is that more an indictment on? Uh, You or your friends?
0: Like it's such a—or maybe that's just an indictment on our age currently. Because it's like probably, yeah. What do you mean you couldn't find anyone? Fuck, I wish I could have been there to take those pills. <laughs> <You know? laughs> got, Jesus, man. And oh, I don't was, even think you were like looking for like the money back.
1: You were just looking no, for no. a fucking co-pilot. Yeah. Because uh, 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 I, I got them, and then the day I got them, lost them immediately. Immediately yeah. lost them. Couldn't find them anywhere. <laughs> that was Spent a hours tearing the apartment apart, texting Jeff, be like, fuck, man, did you see him anywhere? <laughs> takes, take, you, take backs? I finally found them, packed them up, never ended up taking any of them. And then I get home, and I'm unpacking and putting all my shit away and putting all the comics and trade paperbacks I bought away and all that stuff and getting, sorting out the dirty laundry, clothes I didn't wear, all that shit. And I'm like, oh, where are those happy pills at? And I couldn't find them anywhere. And I looked everywhere. Couldn't find them. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So it kind of just slipped my mind. And I was doing laundry last night. And then when I opened up the dryer and put all my clothes, dry clothes in the hamper flip flop there goes that bag ah uh, so it the, went through the, the washer, washer and dryer before you noticed it yes uh, but luckily i think the bag stayed sealed because if water got in there they would have just dissolved yeah and the heat like I, I tried to bend them a little bit to see if they were still hard and it was like a soft cookie so it sort of like broke in the middle like a like a fresh cookie yeah that
2: doesn't, but mean, that doesn't mean they held not- the
1: shape huh and I did a little research, and apparently the boiling point of those things is 144 degrees. And I looked up the average temperature of a dryer, and it's 125 to 135 degrees. So I have nine degrees of wiggle room that those things are still effective. And I guess we'll eventually find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but knowing your luck, that, those nine degrees just isn't good enough. Oh, yeah, they probably filled up with detergent, and it's just going to kill me. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're gonna t- Yeah,
1: I'm not taking those,
0: those e-bombers. Uh, oh,
1: but uh, the, the con was fun. All the exclusives that I wanted to get were sold out by that point. Like, you can't show up on Saturday and want an exclusive. Yeah. Because at that point, you're just like, what, what an you, asshole. How fucking stupid are you? Comic-Con noob. You've had two, there's been two and a half days of people rifling through the shit. A bunch of vultures picked this place bone clean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, I didn't, I didn't really, it was probably the most uneventful Comic-Con I've ever done.
2: Yeesh. But you don't have
1: to pay for the tickets,
0: right? It's press no. stuff, so I guess it's you know there isn't much of a sunken cost uh, factor exactly. to this.
1: And I didn't buy a whole bunch of toys that are now going to be fucking cluttering up my apartment. Uh, I got I got a whole bunch of comics that I've never read before, like some hardcovers, some paperbacks. What do you do? What do you eat when you're there? Do
0: you? I don't know. I like to eat like fucking sweet ass meals when I go on vacations. I guess it's not really a vacation, but. Mini vacation.
1: We just went to uh, restaurants in the gas, gas Lamp District. Okay.
0: Gas Lamp District is cool.
1: Yeah. But the, the only thing that sucks is like, and it was so fucking hot in San Diego. Oh my goodness. Uh, like, when you walk out of the convention center, you have to cross a couple lanes, mm-hmm. two, like two streets that are run parallel and train tracks. hmm. And the lo- that was the longest line I waited went in, was to get the fuck out of there. Because they, they you just have to go down this narrow-ass sidewalk. And the cops, even though the streets are closed off, they're still letting like a random bus or a random car go through. So they keep stopping people. And Arv Lane, like, the people that wanted to leave the con and go to the gas lamp district, had, were basically in single file. And it took so fucking long and I was sitting there in the sun for so long just to walk to go get lunch that I got sunburned. Oh, shit. No surprise there. No. But uh, the the food the food was pretty solid. Gaslamp District's got some good restaurants, and, I mean, th- this, is, this is where they all get their – a lot of business owners were saying they could be open every other day for the rest of the year just off of the money they take in Comic-Con week.
0: Wow. They make was, that much cash. Were you out – did you do any uh... – were you out and about at night? No, no. I was. Gonna, I was gonna ask if if you noticed like a lot of comic con nerds out and about when you were out partying. Maybe. I
1: wanted to go partying and bar hopping, but Alex was a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. That's an indictment on your on your on
0: your homies there, but yeah, I'll tuckered out from the the travel
1: and the the, the con. Yeah, because like we got in late Friday night. Because I didn't want to leave straight after work. You hit the road at like 5.30 or 6 o'clock and you're just ass fucked. Yeah. So we hung back here and around like 8.15, I checked the GPS on my phone and it said two and a half hours. I was like, all right, that's good enough for me. And of course, we had to make pit stops and shit. So uh, we didn't end up getting down there until 11. And at that point, I'd worked the whole day and sat in traffic all the way to San Diego. So I was like, "Eh, maybe I'll just call it an early night so I can wake up early, hit the con and party. We hit the con, but we didn't really party. Hmm. I think we went out Saturday night and went to the, one of the hotel bars because that's where a lot of the comic book creators, like the writers and artists and industry people, will drink in the lobby of the hotels. So we went there with my cousin. She's like big into cosplay and shit, and she knows a whole bunch of people. So we went there and had a drink, and I didn't really know anybody, and it was just Alex and I kind of just standing there awkwardly. So we walked over to Cheesecake Factory, which was kind of next door. I fucking love the Cheesecake Factory. I haven't been there in years. And it was about an hour before midnight, and it would be like my birthday the next day. So we we're like, let's just go fucking Cheesecake Factory and get some cheesecake and get stoned. So we go in there, and they have birthday cake cheesecake. Oh, yes. So I got a big fat slice of that shit. How was it? How many, it was how many birthday cake cheesecake dicks would you suck? All 36 of the year. You put 36 dick shaped candles on that. That cake and I'm sucking them all. I haven't been to cheesecake
0: factory and there's one around the corner from my place uh Redondo. I haven't been to one. Fuck, maybe maybe six or seven years. Oh my! I, but I goodness. love it. I love it.
3: I love it. I've never been to one. Oh, oh it's they're
0: fantastic. Good. They're good. Their menu is fucking nuts. It's and like a phone book. Yeah, it's crazy. And the fact that they they gotta their their wait staff has to memorize the menu. And and usually, that's impressive. Yeah, and usually. Yeah, like the orientation process is nuts. Like I, you know, being used to, I used to be a server, so I know a few people that have worked there, and it, and it's like one of the more intense serving jobs that you could have because of the size of oh, yeah, the I can fucking menu. And every restaurant that I've ever, every cheesecake factory that I've ever seen is just massive. Like it's the interior's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, and I know those servers make like well above like average server rate. Oh, for real? Tips. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I, that's good. I heard that the like, my one buddy that worked there, and this is seven, eight years ago, I think he made mid-50s, which is, like, a number, like, you don't you don't hear servers, like, uh, break down their wages by, like, yearly salary. It's like, yeah, no, I make, like, I made, like, $55,000 last year. Like, what? Holy shit. As a fucking server? What do you want? Man, are they hiring? <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Like, uh, that'd be a race, actually. Um but I love the Cheesecake Factory. That's awesome. That's awesome that you got out there. That, that's,
1: yeah. a, that's, a, that's a win. That's a Comic-Con win. I, yeah, and then we just took our cheesecake to the stairs behind the building. I busted out my vape pen. Got a nice little buzz. Stuffed my face. But th- at that point, I was just like... It was just around midnight. I had a belly full of sugar. was stoned. And I was just like, huh. I don't know if I can really force myself to just start guzzling booze right now. Yeah. So... That called that night. Yeah, and you got last call at one thirty. That's the other thing. That's
0: kind of a oh, fucking yeah. Debbie Downer. So you get out there. If you get out there too late, you can't. I don't know. Really experience the night. Or, like, I don't know. Like L.A. and San Diego. Ideally, you got to get out by like ten, ten thirty. I think if you want to have like a bitchin' night out. I think about San Diego's. Like every, I, I, it makes me a little uncomfortable because like everyone there is 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 really good looking and. You know, and it feels like everyone there has money. The locals do. It's a more affluent city, right? And I don't think there's a ghetto in San Diego. I know the Indian reservation near the San Diego near San Diego gets pretty fucking live, <laughs> but not- it
1: turns into uh, Wind River over there.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of my buddies is from uh, one of my old coworkers from San Diego, and he's like the car the craziest fucking people I've ever ran into are, are Native Americans. Oh shit! Which it's very believable, but but yeah, that's just my feeling of San Diego. It's, uh, I don't know. It's an awesome place to live and hang out in and, and and they have their own unique culture but the nightlife really isn't there and I don't know. I guess you didn't have to go out. You didn't even go out to get, to get disappointed by the nightlife.
1: I know. Well, well, I mean, there are plenty of places to drink and party in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I mean, downtown. Yeah. In the, the gas, gas lamp. Gas lamp District. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then Sunday we went back to the con. I bought some original pages and maybe a couple more comics and that was it like we just i didn't do any pa- i never do panels cuz i don't want to wait in line to see an announcement that i'll just see 5 minutes later on twitter mhm I, well, I don't really care about being the first person to see a trailer that's going to come out 5 minutes later i would have liked to have they they had a south park had a cartman escape room Oh, that's Not awesome. in the convention center, but out somewhere on the street. And I would have liked to have done that. That probably would have been really fun. I think I sent a link of that in our Slack channel. I
0: saw that that they I thought I think they posted on South Park's Twitter that they were doing that. That is cool. I've never done an escape room. That would have been a perfect one for me to try.
1: I saw our friends the Bagley's there. Yeah, nice. I Those saw very cool.
0: Pictures uh I saw their social media post of them at it, at the uh
1: Back. Poor Bonnie got fucked over by Kid Robot, the Kid Robot booth that burned me one year, burned Alex another year, and this year they burned Bonnie.
0: How so? I forget how they burned you.
1: Well, they, uh, I went there on preview night, which is the first night of Comic-Con. It's like from 5 to 7, I think. So it's just whoever gets, you basically have an exhibitor badge, press badge, or you lucked out and got like the super gnarly pass. So they for two hours, they let people go in and visit vendors and buy, buy shit. So Kid Robot had an exclusive statue of Mr. Sparkle, which is a Simpsons reference. Like Homer is at the dump and finds a box of Japanese laundry or dish detergent. And the face on it looks just like Homer, but like, you know, anime style. So that was, I, that's always been one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. I really like Mr. Sparkle. And they had a Mr. Sparkle statue. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I want that. I got to the convention center before the doors even opened. Was very close. There was maybe like two people in front of me because it was all like just mobbed. It wasn't a single line. It was just a mob of people. The doors open. I went straight to the kid robot booth. There was like nobody there. And I was like, can I get one of the Mr. Sparkle statues? They're like, oh, we're sold out. I was like, how? How the fuck did you sell out before the con even opened? Right. So that really pissed me off. I was like, all right, fuck you guys. I don't want to give you any money. Yeah, For, well, forever did now. you forever. ask,
0: like, what do you mean? Like, it just opened. I, I'm That's here. That's what I said.
1: They're like, yeah, oh, sorry, we're sold out. Like, oh, okay. How many awesome. did you sell? <laughs> how, when I, where? Yeah. Who's it got was, them? So then one year, Alex, they they had a an ex, another exclusive statue. It was a character from Adventure Time. But the statue, it was like a variant statue. So this one was clear and completely see-through. So he bought it. Opened it up, opened the box, because he, he just wanted the figure. He didn't want to, like, pose it as a collectible in-box. And the thing was so shoddily made, like, a horn broke off of it, and you could see the carved divots and glue from where they put the arms in. Ugh. So it was really shitty made and very expensive. So that was like, all right, fuck Kid Robot for him. And then they had uh, Hello Kitty exclusives this year, and Bonnie loves Hello Kitty and anything Sanrio. So they had a thing like, we're selling these plush Hello Kitty French fries. It was like a box of fries that looked like Hello Kitty. And there's going to be a Hello Kitty, you can quote-unquote, meet Hello Kitty. Obviously somebody in a giant plush suit dressed up as Hello Kitty. Don't so- tell Bonnie that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's really Hello Kitty. <laughs> so they were like, okay, they're, they're going to go on sale and Hello Kitty's going to show up at 11. But we can't start a line now because it's going to block the aisles. So, And you can't just hover. So you kind of have to fuck off and come back and just hope to be around the booth when we say, all right, you guys can line up now. So she, she did that. When they announce you can line up for it, she gets in line. Not only did they tell her, we're only selling 30 of these plush things a day. So they had already sold out. But... You can't take a picture with Hello Kitty.
0: <laughs> so you just want to A meet- Mexican in a, in a fucking a costume you can't take a picture with? <laughs> it's
1: fucking mind blowing. What? Did you think all the Comic Con attendees just wanted to look at an adult in a costume for a second and then walk away? You can't take pictures? What? That's.
2: Yeah.
0: Utterly fucking insane. There's no children at this thing, right? Yeah, there are. And they
1: won't take pictures with children? I don't know. I mean, that was just the rule. Like, you cannot take pictures with this human in a Hello Kitty suit. Sounds like Comic-Con could be due for, like, a riot or, like, a fucking Woodstock 99. (laughs) You know? I mean, they're very good at disappointing the attendees. That's for damn sure. (laughs) I mean, mostly that's on the vendors for just... I think what they do is they, they keep things so limited, and before even preview night starts, other vendors walk the floor and fucking buy shit from other sellers. Yeah. So you'll even go in there on the first night and be like, oh, I wanted to get this, this variant cover of this comic book. Like, I wanted the Cosmic Ghost Rider number one variant. You could only get a San Diego. It's got some glow-in-the-dark ink on the cover. Sold out, like, immediately. But other vendors there had it and already marked it up, like, insanely. So they vendors will buy each other's exclusive shit and then fucking mark it up and flip it right there on the floor. What? Uh, A few questions. What? What brought the younger Bagley
0: out? She's all the way from Florida, right? She came last year, I think. Okay, I didn't know that. Is she like a Hello Kitty super fan?
1: I don't know what her thoughts are on Hello Kitty, but she likes all the announcements and stuff. Like she got, she went to like Robot Chicken panel or Adult Swim panel and stuff. I saw her post something
0: with like a picture with Seth Green or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's 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 her shit. Makes sense.
1: Uh. Also,
0: what what keeps you coming back? Because it sounds, this sounds horrible. Honestly, I I know I wouldn't like it, and I don't I don't have to go there. But I'm getting to the point where it's like, it's a struggle for me to understand why you like it.
1: It's just fun to be, because I know you don't. You're not into comics, but like comics for me are like music, or movies or TV. Like if if you ask That's somebody my sports, I yeah. Gotcha. If you were if you walked up to somebody and you're like, uh, what's your favorite band? And they're like, music. Not really for me. Like, comics are just, like, something I can't live without. Mm -hmm. So being around a giant celebration of comics, and of course there's other shit, there's pop culture and movies and TV shows, but the meat and potatoes of Comic-Con is comics. And I just like being around that. It's the biggest celebration of it. I like seeing the costumes and shit. Uh, I'm always hoping one day I'll be walking around in some... Super hot cosplay chick will be like, oh, fucking what's up, you Clay aching looking motherfucker. Let's get out of here.
0: <laughs> you have a dick, right? I'm, look- I'm looking for one.
1: <laughs> and I, and I, the, there's a lot of artists there, and they all keep their original artwork and binders and shit, so you can go and find artists you like and look at all their shit and you know maybe buy some of it if it's not too outrageously priced. So I, I like that aspect of it. And usually there's more of a group, too. Like, Like, that you go with? Yeah, usually there's more people there. Like, when I first went was when the guys from the Stern Show were going. So, I got to just spend five days hanging out with all my old friends. Yeah, that's awesome. And that kicked ass. Mm -hmm. And they get way better invites than I get. So, we got to go to cool parties and stuff.
0: (laughs) What, they don't go anymore, though? No. It's just, is it played out for them? I don't know. What were they doing there? Like, was it ever, was it work at all?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they they were doing getting interviews with people. They did a, a live wrap up show from Comic Con when that show Geek Time still existed. I used to work on that. They did a live show from Comic Con and they would go around and interview people and bring that audio back. That's the John Hine thing, right? He yeah, John Hine hosted Geek Time with Ralph Sorella. Is he still is John he Hine still, still host wrap up show? Yeah. Uh, Howard Stern. Yep. Yeah, he's I still mean, there. I like John Hine. Yeah, me too. He's a good dude. But, yeah, so, it, I mean, it seems like every year, like, even Seek didn't go this year. What was... I can ask him. What was the story again, though? Just
0: wasn't um, into it? Yeah. And you're not at that place. You, you see yourself
1: going to Comic-Con 2019? Yeah. it It is... I do get frustrated, and I have less and less patience every year with the crowds. Just because people will be in a main aisle walking, and then they'll just stop to, like, pick their ass. And it's like, you fucking idiot... You can't just stop dead in the middle of this walkway. Do you see how congested this is? Like, you just stopping to pick your ass is just creating a butterfly effect of fuckery. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of times, I'll just barrel over people. (laughs) Stiff arms? Yeah. It's like walking in midtown Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, that's where I got it from. Working in Manhattan for five years, you you learn how to deal with crowds and idiots that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Shit. I feel like I'm uh, an exquisite city walker. I'm pretty good myself.
0: Yeah, I'll squeeze through little spots that
1: my fat ass shouldn't be able to squeeze through. Yeah, I was basically the blocker for Alex. she would be like, all right, just follow me. <laughs> yeah, Wait, hang on to my hand. Goodbye. Yeah, me. <laughs> just barrel over people. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be the asshole here. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I did get to play Nintendo had a presence there again this year. Oh, and I got to play uh, the new Smash Brothers. That doesn't come out until December. And that was kind of neat. I got to try, I played as, it was Alex and I, were waited in line, and then they paired us up with these two little kids, because you have to do four player on each TV. And the first round, I picked Ridley, who's a villain from the Metroid series, and beat the fuck out of everybody. (laughs) I won that one easily. Nice. And then the second round, I picked an Inkling, which is one of the characters from Splatoon, and the character just sucked assholes. Just weak, weak, weak. All the attacks sucked and i got destroyed. How many characters do they have now? Oh, i don't even know. A fuckload. And there's tons of stages. It looks pretty dope. I mean, it's I guess Smash Brothers is kind of like Madden that doesn't come out all that often cuz they never change too much. It's always it's always essentially the same thing. They just add in a couple new characters and a couple new like And levels. you clown on me, but, you know, that's awesome, right? Like it doesn't get old, does
0: it? Or do you no, wish they
1: added No. But i mean, there's only been four Smash Brothers, around I don't know exactly, but there's been four.
0: Sure, okay, it is different. It's so I have less for, for it, than Thirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I thought the first Super
0: Smash Brothers is like one of the greatest games ever. On N sixty four, yeah, it was, it, so was awesome. it was so awesome. It was so
1: awesome. Man, they, that's kind of cool. Some new trailers came out from Comic Con that were that were of note.
0: Yeah, but you said you I watched them later. I yeah. watched them on my phone. What, what were the trailers that came out? No, of note. I the the new Godzilla looks
1: awesome. Oh fuck that! Fuck that!
0: I I can't even watch the trailer because I Godzilla the one me you my brother and Alexa right saw so, yeah Alexa Ames yeah we went to see Godzilla
1: and oh, you'd have you got a better memory than I do
0: I remember coming out of that thinking that might I think that was the worst movie I've ever seen in the movie theater Pacific Rim was pretty bad and Hidalgo when I when I was the in the like Vigo sixth Mortensen grade.
1: movie yeah. yeah I don't even
0: think I've seen that Yeah my buddy like dragged me to it <laughs> I saw it and I felt... <laughs> I, fucking Vigo. I actually felt like I fell asleep in like the first 3 minutes and like that was like when I was at my prime time like movie film buff junkie shit and I was like excited like, I was like all right whatever Hidalgo I'm fucking down I'll, I I want to go see any movie and I was out like and I wasn't even that and like seriously that was a time where I, I loved movies. Like I came out of it, like not even like, oh that was horrible. I was just like, fuck, I wish that I stayed awake. And I, I felt like I I missed out on something.
1: Uh, well the the, the new the new Godzilla movie Tolerant. is in the same universe as Kong Skull Island, which I fucking loved. Okay. That movie kicks so much ass. Is that with John C. Riley? Yeah. He's awesome. But no, the, the last one had fucking. Uh, Brian Cranston. E. Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that one sucked. You can't do it again. Godzilla was like barely in it. This one looks like they are not fucking around. This, this one's got like. Not only does it have Mothra, but it has like all the other monsters too. Like uh, the three headed dragon thing. Like it shows all these different giant monsters. In so it trailer. seems like it's going to be a big monster slugfest. Oof. Which Kong Skull Island kicked fucking ass. And if it's the same creative team kind of handling that, I trust them to do Godzilla right. Because you can, you can make a good Godzilla movie. America so is there just a chooses good not human? To. Or is there a human it's you're rooting Blitzer for? Face, uh, Eleven, right? Eleven, yeah. Okay. And a couple other people. I forget the whole cast. All right, Shuddy, well, did you watch it?
3: I did, yes. It looked very good.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, you have to suck. Bradley <laughs> Whitford, come on! You love that dude. Me? Yeah. I got to look him up. Bradley Whitford. I can't put a face to that name. Isn't he the Billy Madison guy? Wait,
0: Eric? Yeah. I fucking love Eric. Yeah, he's in it. One of the greatest villains in in cinema history. He's second build. Eric is a bad, bad man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think it looks dope. Um, Carl, good to see you. (laughs) Aquaman got a trailer. And it, it looks like it could be promising. Ch- Jason, Samosa. <laughs> Jason Samosa, Jason <laughs> Samosa, yeah. uh. and Shuddy. This is the one I really want to pick your brain about the Shazam trailer.
3: Okay, is that what the Shack movie? <laughs> the no, old No, Shaq no movie? that's Kazam. <laughs> All right. I think it looks great.
1: See, I'm I I'm think... nervous. It looks like it has I the budget looks... of a CW show.
3: I don't think so. I think that it looks like DC finally might have their head out of their ass and realize that they can be successful with a a lighter, not-so-dark movie.
1: It does look like they're trying to make Aquaman less of a bummer fest. But it, this looks like it... I, I'm wondering if the, if it's even connected to the Justice League universe, because it's so tonally different. It's so goofy and silly. And I feel like they could get this right, but the trailer left me a little suspect.
3: See, I thought it looked better than Aquaman. Interesting.
1: All right. I mean, either way, I'm still going to see all three of those movies we just talked about. It's got hot ass Amber Heard. The Aquaman cast is, is pretty strong.
0: It's a pretty strong cast. At least it's, at the top. I like Dolph Lundgren. Uh,
1: Nicole Kidman's obviously a legend in the game. Um, I, I, I want to see Black Manta. I can't wait. The, he looks fucking awesome in the, in the Aquaman trailer.
0: Black Manta.
1: Is, oh, okay. Hey, let me see this guy. They make his the, the lasers that shoot out of his eye look sick. He's got a... I'm a big fan he's of He's got eyeball, a hard name. Eyeball lasers. Yeah.
0: Yaya Abdul-Mateen. New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, no shit. I did not. I was was thinking African the whole way. (laughs) Homer and Handmaid's Tale. I do not remember this motherfucker. Actually, I think I do. Okay.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. That's cool. What other trailers did you see? Is that the last one? That's all I really watched.
0: Aquaman.
2: Is there anything else that came out, Shuddy, that I'm
1: overlooking? Glass. Oh, I didn't watch that yet.
0: Every now, oh wait, what's the last? No, M. Night Shyamalan, made- his last movie was Split, right? Yeah. Let me look that up. That yeah. was pretty good. Yes.
1: I thought it was, uh, if this I can remember. This is the third installment in the Unbreakable Glass series.
0: Oh, Split was also in there, right, technically? Yeah.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, James-, James McAvoy's in it. Is Bruce, well, I'll look Bruce it Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson, all three of them. Man,
0: that's going to be awesome. Well, it could be. He, he could fuck it up, too, obviously.
1: He could, but I feel like Shyamalan's been... He's really pulled the nose up on that dive-bombing plane he's been riding since Unbreakable.
0: Yeah, I think someone got in his ear. Like, listen, you... Just, just go for a fucking single, dude. I don't know. Like, don't... Your job's riding on this, all right?
1: <laughs> like, we gotta make money here, all right? I mean, after the one with Will Smith and his kid... I was like, oh, my God, who keeps giving this dude that money? That was
3: Shimalama Ding Dong? I think so.
0: After Earth? I think so, right? Oh, I'll pull it up right now. Or I have as I am. But
1: uh, I know you weren't a fan, but I like that found footage horror movie where the kids visit their grandparents. The vis- I think it might have just been called The Visit.
3: I, I really enjoyed I that one. I didn't see that. Yeah, well, he was a I didn't know that was him either. He was,
0: uh, yeah, he was the director of After Earth. He was a producer of The Visit. That no, was, he wrote and directed it. It's not. Sh- oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. I see it now. The I last like that one. Airbender. Oh, that one, was pretty bad. The Happening. I heard <laughs> <in> Mike <my> co- <laughs> Signs was good. I like Signs. I went to like the bar once from my coll- at my college house and came back and it was only like a happy hour. And in the meantime, my the whole house watched Lady in the Water and on, i still haven't seen that one on one of our roommates recommendations and i've never seen
1: my roommates so mad at my other roommate did you guys do like a like a full metal jacket soap party yeah like, like there you was put your soap bars in socks and just beat the fuck out of there them?
0: were some real like benetta shape roommates <laughs> that i had there I, mean, I was living with five dudes it was a college house and like seriously like one of them was like this is awesome you gotta watch it and then after the other four watched it, they were all like, "That was the worst fucking movie we've ever seen." <laughs> like, I, you're no longer allowed to give movie recommendations, dude. It was, uh, it was hilarious. It was great post happy hour entertainment. I'll tell you that. Uh, Unbreakable kicks so much ass. Or really, really, really underrated a movie. movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like real dudes know what's up when it comes to <laughs> Unbreakable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a bit of a measuring if, stick. Of, if you know your shit, you know Unbreakable kicks ass.
0: Right. Yeah, I would have to I would look a little sideways at someone if they were if they endorsed any M Night Shyamalan movie and was like, "Ah, eh, Unbreakable though. That one sucks." Yeah. What? Come on. It kicks ass. Probably the, I, I think it's the best actually. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Six Sense is good. I like Mel Gibson and I fucking love alien shit and I ugh. Wait, hold on. Let me. Let me is, <laughs> you gotta this calibrate. Is this is tough. Hold on. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, fuck, marry, kill. Joaquin Phoenix, Mel Gibson, <laughs> aliens. I don't even know what I would do there. I love all of them. I can love I, them
1: so much. Can I fuck, marry all of them and then kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> you answered that right. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's that's the one Jeff impression I'll sign off on. Yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> Fuck and marry all three of them and kill myself. I love I love those things. Mo Gibson, Aliens, and Joaquin Phoenix. Jesus Christ. And still, I, I think that's more of a testament to how great Unbreakable was. Because I think Unbreakable is the best movie. And Oh, man. I'm surprised I got, I'm going to watch the Glass trailer when we're done recording.
1: Yeah, I think I might do that as well. I'll watch that over your shoulder. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, let's see. What else do we have here? Comic-Con
0: 2018.
1: Well, while we're reviewing media, I would like to, I think we talked about this on the Patreon last week, but I I do want to be on the record on the main show as, Sasha Baron Cohen's new show, Who is America, is fucking sick. (laughs) It's so good. Nice. Oh my God. Like the first half of the first episode, I was like, oh boy, this is not, this is not going well. And then it gets really good for the second half. This new episode of Who Is America just fucking destroyed. God, it was so good.
0: It's not on Hulu. Follow up on that. Uh, it's not on Hulu, so I got. I got. I don't know. I
1: might. I actually might have, have the episode here. saved here if you want to watch it later. I, know, I know we got. I know we have doobie and Fortnite traditions. I know. To keep up uh,
0: with. And what I. I don't know. Is anything better than doobies and Fortnite?
1: <laughs> how good is that? How many Who's America dicks are you sucking? I mean, fort- five, five. It's incredible. Fortnite he always gets fucking, five dicks. He got a politician fired over that episode.
0: Nice. Oh, can we can we adopt him? I want to call Sasha Baron Cohen a great American. Can we can we get this one? Let's do it. It's like who's uh like Seth Rogen? I say I know he's allow. Canadian, but can we just get him? Can we draft him? Like I want I want Seth Rogen and I want Sasha Baron Cohen on the on the the Great American list. I don't know how. I think I think one of them is a citizen. Probably Seth. Right? <laughs> he married he married an
1: American. Well, they I both think. married Americans. Oh wait, no, Isla Fisher's not American. She's Australian, I thought. Maybe I thought. she has. If you marry somebody who had a green card, do you then get one? Yeah. Okay. You yeah you do. All right. Well I, yeah I know that. Then they are Americans. Uh, okay. Cool. And
0: you Have you ever been to a, a green card party?
1: I have not. They're pretty live. Let
2: me tell you. <laughs> I can
0: only
1: imagine. <laughs> there's,
0: there's an excitement there that I can't. I don't really understand, but I can. I can see it, right? And it's like, oh shit, like, you know.
1: Dude, yeah. I thought Sasha Baron Cohen was going to get killed in this episode. <laughs> he does. He does like this crazy, over the top liberal character, who like in the first episode. he went to dinner with like this conservative family and told them that he makes his son pee like a girl and his daughter pee like a boy. (laughs) And he's installed cameras inside the toilet to make sure they do it. So he, he does like crazy over the shit top over the top shit like that. He goes to this town in Arizona. That's as red as it gets and says like, don't do you guys want, you guys have taken a hard hit. You guys your town needs money. I have the way to bring in hundreds of millions of dollars. Are you guys ready? And they're just like cheering. And he starts a slideshow, and he's like, I'm going to bring a mega mosque here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: a commune? Oh, and You get shot in Arizona scene, with that shit. One guy says to him, I know why they wouldn't let us bring our firearms in here. <laughs> For real, yeah. Because if they did, you'd be dead.
0: <laughs> that guy's got some fucking balls on him. I'll tell you
1: yeah that's great and holy shit he loses those people immediately and they are out for blood and he just keeps pissing them off more and more and more he's like if andy
0: kaufman if 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 andy kaufman landed with every one of his joke attempts that's pretty much sasha Baron cohen's career it's
1: fucking genius the stuff he did on that that last week's episode my god Like, I hope most people—I hope if you listen to this show, you can put aside political differences and still find humor in things. Like, even if you don't agree with—I don't know. Like, he shits on liberals, too. He shits on everybody. Oh, yeah. He's hopping out the car and firing. That's awesome. But, boy, does he get some of those Republican politicians good. And you got to be able to laugh at shit like that. Like, oh, my God. Like, this is an elected official showing his bare, fat ass— and chasing Sasha Baron Cohen around a dojo with it. (laughs) An elected official with his naked fat ass hanging out. No underpants. It's fucking insane. So, yeah, I I mean, if you have the means to watch that, I highly recommend it. Uh, Let's see. How about we do a couple emails? We got a couple of those in fairly recently. This one says, uh, sneaky Mike from Calgary. MSPH, what's up? It's Sneaky Mike from Canada. Absolutely love the show. I started listening about a year and a half ago after I heard that Kevin had a podcast. He always had me in tears on Ellis, so glad I checked it out. You're five years too late. (laughs) Uh, Love how the show has progressed over the years, and it is by far one of the funniest and best produced shows I've come across. Listening always helps me get through my job where I am a non-mad scientist who studies and works with poop all day. Microbiologist studying gut bacteria sir i might have to mail you a couple of my turds because i need help (laughs) anyway on with the rest of the email i have a oh okay one second one second one second one second what's up bitch it's time to find out what it would take for jeff clark to suck a dick (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Sneaky Mike goes on to say, I have a would Jeff suck a dick question. Would Jeff rather suck a dick or have his dick exist in opposite land? Oh my God. In situations where he is... Uh, Sorry, I didn't read this ahead of time. In situations where he is normal flaccid, like walking around or playing video games, he would constantly have a raging boner. But whenever whenever he actually gets turned on, he goes softer than silly putty. There are no health consequences from this, just annoyance and always having a hard-on except when he actually wants to. Uh, So cool to have met Kevin a few weeks ago in Calgary, hoping to to party with all three of you one day. P.S. If you ever have any science questions on the show, just shout them out and I can hit you guys up with an answer in normal words, a la Dr. Steve. Peace. Nice. Yeah. So we have two doctors on the uh dude's a fucking poop scientist. Homeless.
0: I love it. We need him. we actually need him uh probably on the panel
1: or more access <laughs> to him yeah. more regularly. I yeah, mean, we're gonna need your pager number.
0: Yeah. Uh that's a that's actually a pretty big land. That it's not in the shaman tier of MSPH lands. That's still to me the holy grail of, of people we can meet or run into. I've been saying for years we need a fucking shaman. I need a shaman, but a poop scientist—that's a step in the right direction. Now this dick and scenario. Let me make sure I'm understanding this. So I just—I can't ha-
1: i can't have sex. That's what it sounds like. Unless I suck a dick, right? Yeah, you suck one dick and you can go back to having sex again. I mean, Otherwise, d- you're just a weirdo walking around with a boner for no reason. Yeah,
0: he dressed it up in a, a little bit of a. Confusing way, but essentially, I all right. So I walk around with the boner, but I can't have sex. I immediately go limp. Whew. I like how he asked it. Honestly, I'll take a dick today. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at with this you, game. At you this caught point. him in a good mood. Yeah, yeah. You know what? All right, serve it up. I do want to have sex again. <laughs> Man, have we jumped the shark? Is this still good? I guess if people are asking this question, it's still good. But I really just... I don't know. I felt like I had a pretty good day, so I did just suck a dick because of which. That's not...
1: Man. Well, how about one more from our our buddy Sokovic? All right, yeah. This is going to have
0: to be a good one, Sockovich. (laughs) I'm not not taking it easy on you.
1: I feel like if he tweaked this one a little bit, he might have been able to get you, but I don't think you're going to suck this dick. But he says, we all know that Jeff... Uh, we all know the love that Jeff has for hitting the town for a nice meal with friends. Oh, you're going to pander now? Now, would Jeff enjoy his dining experience the same if everything he ordered was blended up into a smoothie and he had to take his meal down with a straw? Every meal out on the town gets whipped up right in front of him and served. Just dining out situations only. Meals at home are exempt. Just curious if he would suck a dick to eliminate the blending. No, he, he made it too easy. Yeah, yeah, he made that's it what too I was easy. Thinking.
0: He's got it. I got to but think food. about it. I love
1: food. I'm a fat bastard. You know, and Korean and, barbecue, you have to eat it blended up through a straw. You never get to eat solid Korean barbecue again. Yeah, I would do it. That sucks. Because he
0: because he, he doesn't
1: every burger joint. He doesn't rule out takeout,
0: right? So essentially I can get not all you can eat, obviously, but I can get Korean barbecue. And and there's some pretty bomb spots I guess that aren't like the best Korean barbecue obviously is not all you can eat. So I would just get takeout. Uh, what if he altered it in every meal you ate? And, and, and with my mood today, I'm definitely sucking that dick. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. So I don't have to. I don't have to go two for two on dicks today. No, I'm turning yours down, Sakaovich. Sneaky Mike, with your your sneaky timing. I'll take <laughs> I'll take your 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 dick scenario,
1: but Sakovic, not today. I hope I see Sakovich in Vegas. I hope so too. It seems like it's still up in the air. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it or not.
0: How do you know that it's up in the air? I, I have no idea. I'm just kind
1: of I was asking some other Ellis Fam and Puminati people. Like people in our Slack channel or people we play Fortnite with. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to get a gauge. I know a, a lot, there's like a huge network of people that go to Ellis Manias that all like keep in touch and give updates and shit. Yeah. Some of them aren't even our fans, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of weirdos. They like Ellis. All right. Uh, there's a lot of, there's the, the Venn diagram. There's, there's a lot of crossover. A lot of people that listen to this podcast also listen to Ellis.
0: Yeah. And you're starting to get more playing time on Ellis. So I mean, selfishly, I look at this like great. We're gonna get more fans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: And there will inevitably be people that you and I get introduced to Jeff. That'll say, I didn't know Kevin had a podcast and then they'll start listening.
0: Yeah. And hopefully you don't fucking steer them in the wrong direction. Oh, you're on Kevin's podcast? What do you do?
1: Yeah, play (laughs) Madden.
0: Oh, yeah, I got to listen to that now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm looking at it as uh, somewhat of a business trip. And I mean that in a good way. I kind of like business trips. But, yeah, I'm looking to grow the name without usurping too much of
1: Alice's spotlight. (laughs) That's not cool, right? No. No, and you're all here for Ellis, but... Uh, there's no usurping whatsoever. You're an Ellis Mania attendee.
0: That's right. And uh, I think I'm coming, I'm coming earlier, and, and uh, Rich is out. So now it's like we have no one to really worry about planning around. So I requested the Friday off, so I'm going to be there earlier Friday. I don't know if I can come Thursday night, though. But I'm excited, and I, yeah, I feel like we talk about it too much. And now I'm like building it up Vegas too much. trip, yeah. Because there's obviously there's a whole bunch of fans that we have. Who yeah, and people want to see there. us
1: do the uh, the Trivial Pursuit episode from Vegas. I'm down.
0: I'm down. I just we'll we gotta noise. keep we'll it. it we gotta keep it under 90 minutes. I'm not for sure. I don't, for I don't, sure. I don't want to be in a fucking hotel room with you guys for three hours in Vegas playing Trivial Pursuit.
1: I, yeah, I mean, it sounds awesome actually, but I don't know. There's way more awesome things happening downstairs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I do not want to drag that out any more than you do. Okay. Here's another email. Greetings, med scientists! I hope this message finds you well. I'm a longtime listener of The Jason Snell Show and he, huge fan of Kevin. I've only listened to this podcast relatively recently, but I think I've finally crossed over from hating Jeff to actually enjoying his take. Who was this? This is Eric. Oh, welcome to the dark side, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Well, what? So, I always feel like... Wait, well, that, that was the end of it? No, no, no. Okay. But we do hear that from people that are like, ah, oh, at first Jeff was a little grating, but now I fucking love him. And I feel like like movies that started out that way with me, or bands, you feel like a deeper bond with that thing when you start off hating it, but then you love it. Yeah. I feel like that's you've earned, that's a solid we, way to yeah yeah.
0: You've earned your relationship here. You <laughs> had to put up with shitty Jeff. Uh, I don't I don't know it's it's it sucks because I've had sales jobs and because like I don't know like this is my relationship with just humans with people like at first I'm a little guarded or I don't unveil my f- whole personality or I don't know I just I don't. Well, the, also, People don't see it at first. You're filterless and very opinionated. I am. Oh, well, honestly, I'm less so in random social scenarios. Like, I had to be that way here because, you know, it's a podcast. I'm talking shit. But, like, I think my issue mostly with, like, other uh, like, with jobs that I've had and it's been, like, uh, like a slow burn almost that I didn't open up sooner Um uh, that wasn't the issue here, but I don't know. Most of my relationships, you know, it's kind of that. It's like I don't, I don't get. I really thought I was going to hate you, but you're not. I like <laughs> you. You're awesome. I don't get it. You know, maybe not awesome, but uh, they're like I will uh, legit. I would say fifty percent of the friends or or personal relationships I have, so, like I know that the person didn't like me at first. I kind of get off on it now. now it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a badge of honor. Let's mine. see how
1: low I can get and dig myself out of that hole. <laughs> uh, well, Eric goes on to say, I just wanted to share some info and questions that relate to the most recent Would Jeff suck a dick? Last weekend, I went to Taiwanese food festival near Pasadena where there were many traditional cuisines, including smelly fermented tofu. If you're unfamiliar, it is tofu that has been fermented for months that has this pungent odor that smells like literal shit inside of a porta potty I've never had the opportunity to try this rare dish, so I did. I can only describe the taste like this. Imagine putting your head into the toilet bowl right after taking a gnarly soupy shit, after having too much protein, and taking a deep inhale of the shit and all the particles that come with it. I bring this up to say that there is no way Jeff could even get the shit past his lips to properly hold up his end of the bargain. I guess it's the one where you said you would eat a turd before you sucked a dick. <laughs> this is a meta question for Jeff, but if it cannot... If Jeff cannot complete eating the shit, would he have to instead suck the dick?
0: Yeah, that was kind of my question, That's and that was what I was hinting at uh, when this question was asked. It's kind of like... I didn't. I don't think. Yeah, I because then you got to suck the, a dick with shit
1: stuck in your teeth.
0: I didn't finish the habanero pepper. Right? I, I, like, I got to a point where I couldn't like chew anymore. I just couldn't do it. And
1: I, I feel like
0: that might be the thing with with shit. And I was saying that, but you're like, no, you just got to get it down. You got to get it down. So it's like, the scenario was, I either eat it and get it down, or I suck a dick. But I, I, I do have. That's a legitimate concern, Eric. Is that like if I chose. Like all right, I'll eat the shit. I, I who knows? I might not be able to like swallow it or get it down, you know. So like, if I if I can't, then I'm not
1: upholding my end of the bargain. So it's like, is there then you a have chance to, that then I you eat have to shit s-
0: and suck dick
1: here? Like, not only that-, that, but the penalty is you have to suck a dick while getting ass fucked. <laughs> so you're just getting spit roasted with a mouthful of shit.
0: Oh man,
2: that's Wait, brutal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Well, he he also. Uh, he says, I, I look forward to hearing all three of you every week. Thank you for all the great laughs. Here are some words and phrases I think will stump Jeff. That there's only one word, and I know you're going to get it anyway. The other ones are foreign, and you'd get them anyway. And one word that looks like a nonsense word that I don't even know, which all right, Well, am I getting not, up? Do I want to try I it? mean, I could probably even spell it for you, and you'll get it. P-N-E-U-M-A-T-I-C.
0: No, I gotta look at that. What?
1: P N E U. I (laughs) I know the word. M A T I C. Pneumatic? Yeah. Okay. And like, you know those. Fa?
0: Fa? Fa. I don't know that one. I mean, I know what it means. It's like the French version of fake. Yeah. Faux. Yeah. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. C'est la vie? Isn't
1: this like a 70s song? C'est la vie. C'est it's French. La vie. It mean, I think it means like such is life or some shit like that. Yeah, Chuck Berry. He did a song like that. I got gotcha. you. Uh,
0: I don't know that one. Uh, the, I can't, I'm not doing the chorus. I can't even. say la vie. I just learned how to say that word officially uh some submerge submerge
1: i don't know yeah z-y-m-u-r-g-y i don't know what submerge is uh schadenfreude is that german close I, enough i don't know
0: eric it, what schadenfreude
1: schadenfreude it's, uh taking pleasure in other people's misfortune
0: nice oh gotcha
1: there's a lot of schadenfreude in this podcast nice yeah but yeah, I think the only one that really would have counted was pneumatic, and Jeff got it. Mm-hmm. You're bad. I beat can't, that word. Can't do foreign shit. Those are the rules. But I'd you... argue
3: that pho would have counted also. Okay. Was I... That, that word is common enough that...
1: Yeah, but it's... I mean, I knew Jeff would get that one.
3: Yeah, but... I mean, I'm... you did start if off you...
1: saying it was pho. It's not Vietnamese noodles. Foe.
3: Yeah, he said pho and then said, I don't know what that is. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> Fo.
0: Like, I don't know, "Fohawk." hawk Fo- yeah. Yeah, yes. I, I, yeah, I know the word. I, I might have fucked it up the first time I said it, but I, I know.
2: Oh, uh, well, thanks, see. Eric.
0: Thanks for listening, and <clears throat> thanks for liking me eventually.
1: So, the mysterious Thunderwolf wrote again. Okay. And he's got stuff for all of us. So I'll blow through these real quick. Kevin, I know you say you can't play games like The Witcher, best game, along with Red Dead Redemption, but have you read the books or comics for it? And how would playing the game differ from reading comics all these years that you have been following? Uh, it takes less time to read a comic than it does to play through a giant open-world RPG. Yeah. So... Dumbass, <laughs>
2: I'm just kidding.
3: And a comic, there's a definitive end. Like you take ten minutes to read a comic, and then it's over. You can't get sucked into a a loop of it, be only wanting to play for like ten minutes, and then it's three hours later.
1: Yeah, Jeff, he turns to you next. Still, so, still disappointed you didn't reach out when you went to Chicago. Oh, Kuma's it's... Corner is much better burger than. Oh, Cheval! Oh, Cheval! yeah. Got that one, didn't I, motherfuckers? Did. <laughs> uh, I did watch Succession on your recommendation, though I was going to pass, but I have HBO, so no loss there. I'm torn on how I feel about it. I haven't seen the latest episode from this Sunday, but some of the acting seems off, or maybe it's how the script is written. Anyone else have thought on that?
3: I'll, I haven't seen it.
1: I'll listen to that.
0: I, You know, I... I'm just such a loyal supporter of HBO programming. I like Brian Cox. I like Things in New York City, and if it's close to modern times, that would be nice. That's more pre- preferable for me. Um I don't know, like I I I watched Westworld for 2 seasons before I jumped off. You know, I Succession I think it's awesome. Honestly. Is Kendall
1: a character on that show? Yeah. He says, Kendall's neck makes him look like a giraffe. And the entire show is interesting since it references internal family politics. But shit, something is off. Or maybe there's a giant reveal at the end of the season that makes the show come together. Uh, And then he turns to Shuddy and says, since you play Madden every episode, does that mean people on the Patreon get your full attention since they pay? What the fuck, mate? (laughs) Oh,
2: shit. (laughs) Oh,
3: shit.
1: (laughs) Actually, no, no, no.
0: Let him I address am more that.
3: attentive playing Madden than I would be than I have been when I don't play. Hmm. Because I get distracted and I'm then looking at other things or reading something. Because I'm not in the room. This is insanely difficult when you two are in the room together not getting distracted. Madden is the one thing that keeps me as close to engaged as I could be not being there.
0: How about uh, being interested in having conversation?
3: Being interested in listening to you ramble about things that I that go on and on.
0: Well, we're. I mean, your best friend is hosting, and we're talking about things that you're interested in. Like I don't.
3: And I, I haven't I read, read any comics. I have I never something read to say, don't I? I don't just sit here silently and don't say anything.
0: No, I just, I I do find it a bit of a leap of logic that you are more attentive and you are more dialed into the episode playing a video game. That doesn't make sense. Like, would you be a more effective manager at your your spot or... or Would you be a more effective employee if you were playing a video game simultaneously?
3: They are not... Even close to similar because I move around all day. You if shut I your was sitting fucking here whore mouth. Staring at a computer screen, and that was it. I would get so distracted and zone out so fucking much because I have so much going on in my mind that it. <laughs> I promise you that it would be even worse. Maybe
1: we could do like a shutty's corner where you just empty out all the shit running around that- in your brain. Isn't that the point of the podcast, like yeah,
0: like art what's going on in your brain?
3: what are enormous dong
0: my oh, <laughs> ass
3: uh, <laughs> I'm fucking destroyed right now.
0: I would love to hear I would love to hear some of your inner monologue come out, dude, I love big Mama's house. good thing we have all these amazing drops
3: <laughs>
0: couldn't there be an argument? that that, you are zoning out if you're playing Madden?
3: No, because you have not once asked me a question and I have not once said, huh, what? That is I true. I have responded accurately to everything that's been thrown at me. That is true. And wait
0: a minute, in the history
3: of this uh, podcast... I'm not saying that. You're, Listen, if you guys want to just bust my fucking balls right now, <laughs> oh, you guys shit. can do it and I'll... Hey, go Thunder, to bed because I'm fucking exhausted. It. Thunderwolf started. Hold
0: on, it. hold on. That's not letting us bust your balls if you close the computer and go to bed. That's taking uh, your ball it, and going home.
3: Yeah, exactly. All right. If, if you uh, think that would be better, <laughs> then that's what we'll do. I think it'd
0: be oh, better if you just take what the fucking listener's saying. I mean, you gotta you gotta take the go with the bad, right? I mean, I'm get, not. You get sponsored to go to the Vegas. Listener,
3: the listen. I answered the listener, and you're the one who's giving me so much goddamn fucking shit right now.
0: Sounds like, <laughs> you're, taking it, sounds like you're taking it out on the PS4 controller. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Alright, well, I don't... I don't want Shuddy well, to get any more angry.
1: Thunderwolf... Although it is kind of fucking if hilarious. You've, if you've ever heard a Patreon show, and... I'd say about 90% of the audience haven't based on the numbers. Uh, Shuddy does Shuddy Boy's fucking news every week on Patreon. And he's definitely not... He can't play Madden when he's delivering the news. He might be pantless like most news anchors are. Yeah, or like I am when I
2: record this (laughs) podcast.
1: Hence the intro. But yeah, Shuddy Boy is... Almost all of Patreon. A good portion of it is Shuddy Boy giving us topics, and then we all goof on it. So, to kind of dig ourselves out of the ashes here, Thunderwolf, yes, Shuddy Boy's all over Patreon with his schlong out. And then he ends with, Real shit, please interview bro job already. ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, I'm 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 interested Thunderwolf.
0: I'm I don't know. I one of us ought to play gay chicken. I nominate
1: Kevin, but who knows? I have no problem playing gay chicken. <laughs> I don't think you're going to beat them. <laughs> no. They talk I, a big game. At least. See, yeah, that's the thing. Like gay chicken's all fun and games, but if you're playing with a gay man, I don't know how you beat a gay man at gay chicken. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you might be uh out of your element in that one.
1: What's going oh, on, bro? Man. I don't know where I just got a fucking giant headache. Man, drink some water.
2: Ow Don't be a pussy. Brained
0: on. It's only It It is? Yeah. Holy shit. Man. We've been at this for a while though. The Comic Con stuff Uh we got some, some mileage out of that. And the James Gunn conversation. Where are we at the time? Yeah, and
1: they brought. Uh, did you see the the other the Chris Hardwick news? What? He's being reinstated at AMC after being suspended. What did he get suspended for? His ex girlfriend wrote some big piece, like not naming him by name, but anybody could put two and two together and figure out she was talking about Chris Hardwick, saying that he was like a real shitty boyfriend and real abusive, and. Uh, wouldn't let her talk to guys and like force sex on her and would her let her, let, wouldn't let her leave the house by herself and would make her stay home while he went out and just that he was a true cocksucker. And she put that out and then it seemed like a lot of people came to his defense. Some of Chris Hardwick's exes and his current wife were like, "This is that's fucking crazy. I've never seen even uh, a speck of that sort of behavior. And some of Chris Hardwick's friends jumped to his defense and said, I knew Chris around that time. And that was when his career actually just started taking off. And I know what she's talking about. And he was going to work meetings and he couldn't exactly just bring a girl. He had just started dating for a month. And like, I don't know. I've always been a fan of Chris Hardwick. I liked, I liked him on singled out. And then (laughs) I saw him get his sort of second Renaissance when G4 became a thing. I was like, Oh, I remember that guy. Cool. I'm glad he's back. And then he sort of just became king shit when he sold Nerdist to Legendary and made, like, I don't know, fucking $10 million or some, something insane like that. And then, I guess, they just gave him every after-show gig that exists. Yeah. And then when that came out, they canceled his appearance at Comic-Con. They, uh, they took him off Talking Dead, the Walking Dead wrap-up show, I suppose. And then I guess they AMC was like, "Yeah, we're suspending him and we're going to do like a very careful, thorough investigation and see what's up and see if we can find some shit." And it turns out they didn't find some shit. So they're like, "I don't know. We checked it out. It seems like he's got a clean ass, so we can't exactly take his job away from him." Yeah. And I don't know. I don't I I I wasn't in their relationship. I don't know what's up. I've never heard any behind there's some there's some me too people that have gotten their lives destroyed, and it's like, all right, yeah, I've heard rumblings behind the scenes that that person was a piece of shit, and that person did this, so it makes sense that this is all coming out now, but Chris Hardwick was never one of those people, and who knows? Maybe he is a cocksucker, but I guess it's one of those things where there's one person's word who doesn't, like, take my word for it, and then another person being like, take my word for it. It's not like 5,000 other chicks came out, and we're like, oh, he's such a scumbag, he fucking... Yeah. For sex on me all the time. There's a big difference between being a scumbag
0: and, and, and not being in a healthy relationship. And it sounds like that's definitely what happened. Right. I mean, they, they didn't get married and yeah, they dated she wasn't years, happy. I think
1: so. Whatever. I don't know. And then I guess when the, when the shit hit the fan, he, Chris Hardwick, I guess, released screenshots of all these text conversations of her like months after they broke up, apologizing to him and saying she wants him back and things will be different. And I'm sure that didn't exactly help things. But. Well, helped
0: his AMC investigation, I guess. I guess so, yeah, because he's
2: back on it's gotta air. It's
1: got to be so weird, though. Like, once you're branded as shithead guy, like even James Gunn, like he's pedophile guy. Even if, like, all the people involved in Guardians of the Galaxy are like, this is fucking bullshit. You guys got to hire him back. And It seems like it's splitting people politically, where if you're a Trump fan, you're just like, oh, wait, a guy that doesn't like Trump got shithead? Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck free speech. Fuck him. But everybody else is like, oh, give him a chance. Fuck you, Disney, hire him back. Even if he gets hired back, it's still going to be... The first question you're going to have to a- answer is always that. Yeah. It's always that kind like, of shit. That shit is, just sticks with with you whether you're guilty or not. It's a fucking... It is a little bit of a... I mean, we're getting a lot of shitheads. Like, true blue shitheads are crashing and burning, which is good. But then there's some people where it's questionable. Where It's like, oh. I don't know if if... if like... Once an accusation comes out, you're kind of ruined no matter what.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to really, like, disprove
1: the false allegation. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know what these fucking people look for. Like, when AMC does an investigation, like, there's been allegations about tons of people. Like, uh, Charlie Rose, you know, they CBS did, did an investigation. And then right. when it ended, they were like, Yep. We're fucking pulling this dude. He's out of here. I want to do a ride-along with the, those investigation
0: units. Like, yeah. the NFL, when they do their own investigation into the players, like, yeah, what the they fuck do does it? that mean?
1: Yeah, do they go through their yearbook and interview, like... Because,
0: like, like, the NFL and, like, you know, I don't know who owns AMC, but these companies obviously have a shit ton of money and resources. Like, they could hire former FBI detectives and investigators, right? Some serious people that are looking for consulting work. But how much, like, jurisdiction... Jurisdiction? Do they have, or you know, like I don't like someone wants to investigate a s- domestic violence claim in the NFL. The NFL wants to investigate it. What does that mean? Like, do they just roll up to the house and like show an NFL badge? Like, no, I'm with the NFL. I'm investigating. Like, fuck you. and Like, close yeah. the door. like Also,
1: if like if if he didn't, do you have a
0: gun? Like, you what you are you talking about? Whip
1: her ass in an elevator or a stairwell? Like, where are you get like where are you getting the security footage from?
0: Well, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very specific case, but I'm just, yeah, like the AMC thing. Like, what does your investigation look like? Like, really, what can you do, right? Because you're yeah, not taking, I know, you're not taking, like, you know, uh, to, what's the word? I can't even think of it now, but, like, statements. Like, you can't take, like, statements, put them on record, right? It doesn't work like that. You're not police. So, I don't know. I would love to do, like, a ride-along. Like, yeah, let's, fuck let's investigate Chris Hardwick, AMC.
1: Yeah, I want to see how you nerds fucking investigate nerds. Because it'd be cra- I mean,
0: you know, there's some private investigators that just know tricks, and, you know, and you would think, like, AMC and the NFL are getting, like, the Michael Jordan of private investigators, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the fucking Mike Herman Trout of, of
1: private investigators. Uh, all right, well, Shuddy Boy, you did have a point. We did get a late start. It is late. Maybe we should wrap this up. Head over to Patreon Hall Hall.
0: Yeah, I'm tired. Are dead. you still?
1: Are you? Don't be salty, Shuddy boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's tight. He you just you're grumpy. It's it's late. I feel you. I got grumpy the other day. We're all homies. Let's all mash our dicks together.
3: Sure. Oh my oh god, boy. whatever. I'll just
1: turn around. You can Patreon, you can mash but... your dick your dickhead <laughs> into my butthole. You can titty fuck my ass crack. Yeah. Me a good old fashioned hot dog. And... All right, well, there's your show, friends. Should be interesting to see how this plays out on Patreon. Maybe you should shell out five bucks and head on over there and see how this goes, man. Uh, Patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. It's, it's five bucks. It's not all that much money. It's, a, it's like if you bought me, Jeff, or Shuddy Boy one coffee per month <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah maybe a but Light. you're just helping us out with a with a brewski and all the shit we've done in the past th- i think we're doing our 28th patreon tonight you have access to all of them that's hours and hours and hours and hours of unheard content roughly 14 plus there's a bunch of there's a whole bunch of pictures and shit that we've also posted in there so check it out highly recommended from the people selling it to you <laughs> uh, you can also go to Riotcast.com and check out all the other fantastic shows that are on this network with us. And hey, you can also give us a old follow follow on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft
3: At Shuddy Boy.
1: <laughs> at Jeffrey Records. And if you'd like to be a part of voicemails, yay, all you have to do is call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or you can just shoot your emails to MadScientist at Riotcast.com. I believe that's all we got for you for now, friends. But there's always another Wednesday. But hey, until next time, e- something.
2: Hey. All
1: right. All right, we've got levels. Yo 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 my beloved one Yeah That's good Let's see
2: Call Skype?
3: Yes What up Yo dude Yo Why did you say 8:30 the fuck with you it worked <laughs> what the fuck
1: was facebook getting slammed right now their stock took a shit nice
0: sons of bitches did you hear this good
1: you know I, I, I feel like mark zuckerberg could benefit from learning what a stranger's jizz tastes like for once in his life yeah, he's going to be so
0: pissed and he goes from 30 billion to 22. I he's don't even gonna, know how he's going to live with himself. Beat the
1: shit out of that Japanese wife of his. He's going to he's going to murder a fucking orphan in a developing country. <laughs> yeah, he's going to do hostile orphan edition. <laughs> uh, not a good American, in my opinion. I agree with you. Yeah, he is if uh, like I don't put him on Bezos' level. Sure, he's got success, but if my if I had a child that grew up that behaved like that i don't think i'd be too proud did you see fucks over his friends for some for
0: money did you see the long island university economics professor write an op-ed for forbes saying that it's already too many words every library should be an amazon store
1: and that's what he thinks is that way uh, everybody was tweeting out pictures of the fucking library cards and shit <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah I saw so much library shit, and I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck's everybody worked up about now? Like, he, they, it's unbelievable. Like, there
0: is a a small, like, line in between Amazon and Walmart right now. And really, the only line is that these assholes haven't opened up a storefront. Because once that happens, like, you're Walmart. You're you're fucking Walmart. And, like, I feel like. That wastes away whatever little bit of positive public image they may um, they might have. You know what I mean?
2: I yeah.
1: No, I'm I'm with you because like, uh, my ex, you know, sold stuff on Amazon, and they really fuck over the sellers too. Yeah, I mean like, they're they're horrible for society. They they really just bleed you dry, and if you want to send an email to, because like, you know, how many times have you bought something on Amazon? Would you say? Uh, far too much.
0: Uh, it's like Walmart, it's like, and I'm have starting you, to feel
1: shitty about it. Have of. you ever left a review for anything you've bought? Maybe once. Maybe. So when you're you know, an, an Amazon seller, that's your fucking... That's your lifeline, is right? reviews. Yeah. yeah. And in, they change the rules in order to contact someone who bought one of your things to be like, Hey, here's a reminder. If you liked our product, please review... Here's a link you can click that'll take you right there. You have to pay like $12 per email. What the fuck? It's something insane like that. And she was like, I don't make $12 profit per item I sell, so I can't do that. Right. So she just asked, she just had to hope that out of the goodness of their hearts, people left reviews if they liked her shit. And when you, like, they, you know, they'll, they'll, of course, they'll take money to get your product featured higher on certain results pages and stuff. And (laughs) of course. If you sell whatever you're selling, they take a giant chunk of that and then they want $12 for an email and they really do fuck those people over. And then they pay their workers jack shit. And then Jeff Bezos is just on a contest to see how much of the planet's money he can hoard into one pile. Like he might
0: might get to a trillion dollars. He might get to half a trillion dollars, which is fucking crazy. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: I mean... I just watched Ready Player One again last night and that was like... The overblown, like, way too crazy grand prize. If you you find all the keys and you get the Easter egg, you get the company and half a trillion dollars. And that's like, that's like Doctor Evil going one hundred billion dollars. Like, he's gonna land at that. Yeah, our, like closer than like twenty forty-five or whatever. Ready Player One, whatever year that's supposed to take place in. Oh, is that one it is? I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that. I would say he probably. Touches over half a trillion or yeah, yeah, 500 billion around 2045, which is just it's crazy. Like, I'm all about the American dream, right? And capitalism, rah, rah, rah. But, like, come on, who needs a half a trillion dollars? Like, you don't have to answer that. No one, no one does. Uh,
1: I know, and I know people are very true blue to that that statement, but it's like, at what point do you? Whoa, what was that? Oh, that was probably the iPad turning on. Uh, and I'm going to do my best not to knock around the little recorder thing so I don't get any skippies from the other week. But, like, at what point do you just kill you and your family just over a stupid worthless principle?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, like, like can we still have the American dream where, you know, maybe the richest man is only worth, like, Thirty billion, like, is cause the American dream still possible? And maybe we redistribute <laughs> some wealth. I mean, or, or is it like, I don't know, is it a stand on the American dream if we max out your fucking your your net worth at thirty billion,
1: or do we turn into just a, another third world country where ninety eight percent of the population is literally fighting for scraps of food to survive while the the a handful of people just live lavish lifestyles are you gonna be like picking rotten fish bones out of a trash can being like oh well american dream yeah like we're it's like elysium almost that that matt damon movie
0: which i I didn't even watch and i think you did
1: and gave a review on yeah i did not like it that much
2: yeah
0: that's i think that's what ultimately uh moved me in the direction of not seeing that movie but (laughs) it's like yeah or like uh hunger games type shit i don't know we're Scary. We're getting closer to like a dy- dystopian society.
2: Yeah. And and like I'm I'm willing to
1: just live in utter fucking poverty as long as it means the rich can get richer. It's like, uh, I don't know. You know what? I don't think I'm cool with that. <laughs> no. It's cra it's crazy that someone who
0: who's a teacher and a professor who actually wrote a fucking article saying, Oh yeah, it'd be a good idea to replace libraries with with, with Amazon stores. Like Are you fucking serious? Like where point show me some economic theories that would suggest that's a good fucking idea. Like who, who, how does that benefit the economy? I, I understand how it benefits Jeff Bezos. I can, I understand that pretty easily. I don't know how America or, or society improves by, by getting rid of libraries. I don't, I don't care if we're moving to fucking Kindles. Like, I don't know. I guess the library needs to be full of Kindles and computers, right? I don't know. Like, get the fuck out of here with Amazon stores. And it's... And, like, I thought about... I, I would honestly probably... All right. So I can't say I would honestly probably. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, I've I've strongly considered dropping Amazon Prime, but I already paid the annual... Uh, I got the annual, you paid your, your yearly due. Yeah. But like if I was monthly, I think I would just, I would just decline it. Ugh. And I, you know, if worse came to worse, I would just pay for shipping or maybe use my brother's Amazon prime. But I'm getting to the point where, where it's like, I feel kind of scummy using Amazon and I, and I, I fucking that hate point them too. so much that it's like, you know what? I don't think it's worth it. I don't want this scumbag to
1: get any more money. He's, fuck that, dude. I mean, like, the biggest thing I buy on Amazon is trade paperbacks, like collected volumes of comic books, and Blu-rays. I mean, it's, So I, I just make a point to I'll check Golden Apple first and see if they have it in store. Even though I'm going to be paying more money for it, my money's going to a mom-and-pop comic book shop who the owners I've known now very closely for seven years and feel like family to me. So I don't mind paying a couple extra bucks for my comics to give it to them and not Amazon. And I doubt they're much better, but I'll do my best to buy my movies from Target or Best Buy. Right. I I I don't know if there's many mom-and-pop fucking Blu-ray shops, but I don't know. Shuddy Boy, can you hear this fart?
3: Yes, I can. Sweet.
1: I feel like we've bitched and whined we, enough we've easter egged enough we got that out of our system we can tell some fucking dicky poop fart queef uh, jokes well right? I, i'm actually gonna bitch for the next probably hour and a
0: half but oh, hopefully God. it'll be interesting oh no <laughs> from los angeles california we are the mad scientist party hour